Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Tips and Slip Sports, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. Afternoon, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers far and wide. Welcome in to episode number 26 of the Talking the Line podcast. Thank you so much for taking a few moments out of your day to come and kick it with the crew on this beautiful Monday of bets on this April 19th, 2021. Before we dive in deep, to this loaded day of sports betting action. Take a few moments to smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently listening to the Talking the Line podcast. If you do enjoy listening along and you like what we're putting down, and if you could be so kind, go ahead and leave us a review. We certainly do appreciate those five stars and a comment if you got the extra second. And last but not least, head on over to this episode's description where you can find the Talking the Line link tree. Within that link tree, you can locate all of the TTL Cruise content so you can consume it however and whenever you please. Listeners, I am your humble host, Colton, Colt45 Sroka, and it is my pleasure, as per usual, to bring in my co-host and co-partner and my gambling man on the side, my man who feeds me locks, feeds me plays, and feeds me those winners all day long. Couldn't do it without him. Even though he's a Sox fan and even though he's a Packers fan, I'm making an exception for things like this. Ladies and gentlemen, the man, the myth, the legend. Without further ado, Riley, R. Max Magnuson. Partner, how you doing over there today, pal? I'm good, man. Like you said, the Sox, nice little doubleheader sweep of the old Red Sox on Sunday. No, you love that. We do, and uh, you know we're kicking off the day here on Monday with a nice little early action game. Nice mm. little uh, breakfast, waking up with uh, you know a nice sip of coffee. Ten ten Central Time, oh, Central boy. Standard Time. Pretty rare in these parts. Maybe we got to play out of that. We game. might, we might, we may or may not. Who's we'll to say? Who's to say? We'll Who's see what, say? what comes along in the next few minutes of the pod. But yeah, I mean we're we're all good and ready to rock. Rejuiced yeah. for another week of action. Yeah. Decent little weekend for us. You How know. was your bets? Yeah. How's your weekend? Great. Not too bad. You know, I uh, took little baby steps forward as far okay. as some positive action. Yeah. Smoked some uh, player props this weekend. I'm uh, heating up on those. I think I'm going to start, uh, you know, betting those pretty heavily as uh, as long as I stick to, uh, you know, my research that I'm doing. But, uh, okay. you know, we're turning a corner here. 
the NBA season, NHL season's winding down. We're killing mm. NBA, no doubt about it. Absolutely. And, you know, uh, like we've been saying, we're starting to pick apart this MLB slate. So yeah. uh, we're feeling we're good over here. We're getting there, man. Uh, same here. I echo that exact uh, statement, those exact words. Definitely starting to turn a corner. I was actually uh, listening to you and kind of pulling up my action app as well. And at the time of recording, I'm up uh, about seven units on the weekend. Um, I have one play left to close. If that one loses, I will have gone 14 and eight on the weekend. If it wins, I go 15 and seven, obviously. Um, and looking really, really solid. Honestly, I, uh, my betting graph, I'm starting to, uh, turn that corner, starting to come back from that uh, rough week and a half we had of just trying to figure out new lines and teams getting into playoff positions and stuff. And now I'm seeing the lines pretty well, partner. I don't know about you, but uh, I felt really good these last couple days. And now I've kind of worked out the kinks as far as all the goofy stuff that's been happening in some of the, some of the games, as far as NHL and NBA, definitely the, the mid season bumps and, and bruises. Yeah coming out of the MLB. I mean, we're killing NBA, though, I yeah. would say. No question, no to question. To the point where, like you said, I, I feel so strongly about some of these lines that we're reading to the point where it's like, is that too easy? Or are we just seeing it <laughs> yeah. that well? You know? Yeah, absolutely. And that was how it was with a few plays on uh, my card yesterday, and, and they absolutely won. I was like, okay, I yeah. guess I'm seeing it. Hot big, dog. Uh, there we go. Big Knicks win. Yeah. Knicks money line win at OT. Absolutely. Yes, sir. OT was, where uh, uh, underdogs go to die. Well, depends on what line you got the Knicks at. You could have sure. got them as a dog. You could have got them as a favorite. But either way, they covered every single number that they yes, possibly they were found at. So that's always solid. But you know what, man? We can save this banter and maybe a little bit extra for later on in the podcast. Because right now, it is time for everyone's favorite segment of the Talk in the Line podcast. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, no more banter, no more BS, no more talking about the things you could go and find at every other podcast. It is time for those stone cold locks and picks coming out of this podcast. And as per usual, we're going to run through the day's slate, and we might have a little something, something extra coming up for you on the second segment of the day. Oh, boys and girls. But for right now, get out your paper and your pens or get out your sports books on your favorite app on whatever device you typically use to bet and get ready to smash these bad boys in. I'm going to go ahead and uh, kick it off here today, partner. Go for it. We are going to start in the NBA slate. We only got one play today. We're going to go a little bit lighter NBA, NHL, and MLB-wise. We're a little little heavier MLB-wise today, but we're going to go a little lighter in general, a little bit more foreshadowing for that second segment I just talked about. Yes, sir. However, the first play of the day, coming out of the NBA slate for the TTL Crew's favorite plays, we are headed to the matchup between the Cleveland Cavaliers, wow, holy smokes, the Cleveland Cavaliers, Cleveland and, and the Detroit Pistons. This matchup is tipping off at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time, and we're not going to take a side in this one. We're actually going to look to the total here, and we are going to go under 212.5 for our pick out of this matchup. The reason being is because these teams combined over under record on the season is 51 61 and one over under so they've gone to the under 61 times out of their total games 
Cleveland actually is uh, coming off that victory or that loss against our Bulls. Uh, yes, sir. 10-point loss, and we had the 213 in that matchup, and we took the over. Both sure of us did. took the over in that matchup, and we will not be fooled this time. No, we I'll will not. I'll tell you that we will not be fooled. Three out of the last five games for Cleveland have gone to the under. They have gone under 213, 210, and 226, and four out of the Pistons' last five games have gone to the under. They've gone under 226, 217 twice and 226 as well again these teams have uh, pretty much been wagons to the under uh separately 24 31 and 1 to um over under for cleveland and 27 and 30 over under for detroit it was announced yesterday that jeremy grant will be out for this matchup he will not be in so that uh, already limits them a good amount they are already out uh, mason Plumley as well uh, Smith Jr. and Joseph um, as fi- at the time of recording and Ellington. So we'll see what all ha- happens there. Uh, Domabuya is also out. Diallo is going to be out. Uh, so there's a lot of guys missing on that side of the ball uh, that has been updated uh, here rather recently. So not a lot of scoring opportunities uh, that we're going to be seeing here. And a few key other under trends that I'm looking at. The under is 8-1 and one in the Cavs' last nine road games versus a team with a winning home percent of less than .400, and the Pistons are well below that. They are 10-16 and 16 straight up at home, so I absolutely love that trend. And the under is 4-1 and one in the Cavs' last five Monday games. You know I'm a sucker and a half for some weekday trends. And the under is 4-1 and one in the Cavs' last five games versus a team with a winning percent in general below 400 as well. And on the season, Detroit is 17-40. and 40. So once again, coming way, way under that. Yep. Love that trend. And then if you look between these two teams in the last two are uh, the actual head-to-head matchups, they played in January 27th. Cleveland won 122-107, and it went over 215. However, that was fully healthy squads. Yep. Both offenses are not scoring worth a darn nope. right now. And honestly, the defenses aren't playing too bad. Another thing I really uh, like here is that the over is 4-0 in the last four in Detroit and 9-0 and in the last nine meetings. Can you say trend breaker? Trend breaker for sure. Absolutely love it. Anything you're looking in general on that matchup, man? Uh, Yeah, last three games here for the Cavs. Highest po- point total that they have scored themselves is 103. Charlotte, mm. Golden State, Chicago, all bottom half defensive teams in the league as far as points, are sc- points scored. Well, there you go. I, I'm now seeing that as you were saying yes, that, sir. scrolling through. Heck yeah, I absolutely love that. So for our only play and our solo play coming out of the NBA slate for today, we are taking the under 212.5 in the Cavaliers versus Pistons matchup. Lock that bad boy in on whatever the best line you can currently find that play at on your favorite sports book. And as per usual, moving right along, if you've been here for a while, you know where we're going to. If it's your first time, welcome aboard. Lace up the skates. We're headed to the ice. And I'm going to go ahead and take the first one, the first pick, the first lock, hopefully out of this (laughs) slate today. You know, I uh, stopped calling things locks because, you know, nobody's perfect. Who knows? But I absolutely love this first play out of today's NHL slate. We are headed to the matchup between the Carolina Hurricanes versus the Tampa Bay Lightning. And we are rolling with the Carolina Hurricanes money line, my friend. 
Carolina is in a sweet position atop the central standings right now with 62 points. They're on a two-game win streak right now, uh, 43 games played, 29-10 and 10 overall. Absolutely love to see it. The Lightning are in third place in the central right now with 60 points. So what do you think Carolina is going to want to do? They're going to want to beat them off with a bat as much as they possibly can. They're going to want to score as much as they possibly can. And you know, it just so happens that this season series is tied 3 to 3 so far this season and Carolina won the last matchup 4 to 3 back on March the 27th. That was also with a pretty banged up Lightning squad, so I see it happening very very similarly tonight. They're going to still be out with Stamkos, they're still going to be without Ruda and they're still without Kucherov. Kucherov was thinking about that he might possibly come back around this time but now he's completely out indefinitely it has no updates no nothing I absolutely love Carolina in this spot man they've been really decent on the road 13 and 7 overall Tampa Bay is good at home but again those injuries have just not been with them all season I really think that plays huge factor with them late in the season 16 and 5 at home but honestly, I just I, I'm overlooking that again with all the injuries. Carolina's defense is more than enough to right. keep up with the Lightning's offense. Fourth in the league in goals allowed per game, seventh in the league in shots on goal per game, and sixth in the league in penalty kill. Yeah. I absolutely love them here. Yeah, I love it too. I mean, Tampa most recently, uh one and two last three gave up seven goals uh against nashville gave up five goals most recently against florida defense and goalie uh goaltending is not working right now mm. love 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 hurricanes with you and tampa bay following a loss at home one and four straight up oh there you go give it all to me there, baby the first play of course i'll run back through it once we get through the whole slate but carolina hurricanes money line partner what are we taking for the second play out of today's NHL slate? All right, second play, we're going with a little over-under action out of the Blackhawks versus Predators game. Mm. Uh, we are taking the under five and a half. Both oh, yeah. teams have gone under in their uh, previous two games. The under is 4-1-1 one, and one for the Predators' last six games as a home favorite. The under is 6-0 and oh, last six games between these two teams, and the under is 4-1 and one last five in Nashville between these two teams. Mm-hmm. Love this under right here. I'm going to keep it short and sweet, but, uh, you know, our Blackhawks are a little inconsistent. I love this game to stay low. How about you, partner? I do as well. You know, the Hawks have a uh, somewhat of a shot still to creep back into the playoffs. Right. They are only two points away right now from the first spot, actually against these fourth spot, actually against these same Nashville Predators. Right. Preds got 49 points and the Hawks got 47. So this is honestly a toss-up. I see it being a very defensive battle. The Preds have been solid at home this season. So that's why I was a little bit leery about taking the Hawks. Right. I think they can pull it off, but I think it's going to be something similar to that 2-1 shootout, 3-2 overtime back in January or even the 3-0 back on April 3rd, but maybe flipped in the Hawks' favor. Right. I I think that's where this game's going is really towards the under. The under actually between these two teams has just been on a freaking roll. The uh, last six games between these two teams have gone to the under and actually five of them have been this season, you know? So I love that play in this spot, man. Absolutely love the under. Yep. All over it. One more time. For the Talking the Line crew's favorite plays of the day coming out of the NHL slate, we're taking two of them. Smash them in. We're taking the Carolina Hurricanes money line and the Blackhawks versus Predators under five and a half. 
lock those bad boys in on whatever the current best line you can find them at on your favorite sports book or whatever sports book wants to potentially sponsor us. And there you go. <laughs> Just want to sprinkle that in there for whoever's <laughs> listening. And moving right along, once again, we are going to wrap the favorite plays up of the day with our usual slate that we do. And if you haven't been here, I'll once again tell you, lace up your cleats this time. We're headed to the diamond trying to hit a grand salami with four plays coming out of today's MLB slate. I am once again going to kick things off. Might as well keep the trends, keep the good juju rocking mm-hmm. on this pod, and we're just going to be cashing these tickets from sun up to sundown, ladies and gentlemen. So, without further ado, first play coming out of today's MLB slate. And boy, oh boy, sometimes it pains me to say this, but I love making money on these sons of bitches. We are headed to the matchup between the Chicago White Sox versus the Boston Red Sox. And if you couldn't tell by that introduction, we are taking the White Sox, but in a different fashion. We are going to take the White Sox first five money line. I would also be comfortable with the first five run line. I do believe with how short this line opened up as, minus 120 plus 100, Sox obviously opened up as the favorite. With how short the line is, I do think the run line is going to open up around 0.5. Yeah, definitely. Um, At the time of recording, we obviously record the night before, so the first five run lines don't typically open up. So you're wondering, Colt, how in the hell can you make a bet if you haven't even seen the first five lines yet? Well, I'll tell you. First thing I saw, Lucas Giolito on the mound. Right. He has been an absolute stud this whole season already. He is absolutely solid, first five. And you keyed me in, partner, that his night versus day splits, he's been very solid during the day uh, compared to career, at night. Correct. A, yep. Even over his career as well. So I love that. Ivaldi in his own right, pitching for the Sox, for the Red Sox. He's been solid. He's been very good this season. But I think the uh, White Sox have woken up, man. Tim Anderson came out of nowhere, hit a bomb on the first pitch yes, of the sir, game yesterday. You know, I uh, I don't tend to fan out fanboy out too much about those White Sox just because I am a North Sider. But I'll tell you what, man, it is Fun, 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 making some money on him. Yeah. But uh, like I said, first five, absolutely love it. And one key trend, uh, one key stat rather that I uh, kind of looked into here, first five inning runs per game for these two teams. They're actually second and third in the league. White Sox are second in the league, averaging 3.43 runs per first five innings. In their last three games, they're averaging 3.67, so beating their season average. And then on the road, they are 3.88 runs per first five innings, so beating their season average even more on that total. Boston, third in the league with 3.21 runs per first five innings. In their last three, only 2.67, averaging one run less in their last three than the White Sox. And at home, three on the dot, three even runs per first five innings. The Sox averaging, obviously, that .88 more. A little bit of an edge for you there to look at. The White Sox have come out hot in the first five, and I hate to say it, partner, but sometimes they faded a little bit as they've gotten into the the bullpen and the guys have gotten a little bit tired. That's been a little bit of the, That's the, fair. the it's downtrive been, uh, you know, of the Sox. I could Sox. go on for but days hey, about it. Yeah. But hey, I could go on that with my Sox, or my Sox, hey, my well. Cubs. Hey, <laughs> I see I'm talking too much about the Sox now. My Cubs, it's the exact same thing. 
anything. Nonetheless, for our first play of the day, and of course, I will all run through all of them once we get through it all. But for our first play out of the MLB slate, we are taking the White Sox first five money line or run line, whatever the best line you can find it at. If it's a little higher on the money line, like I said, very comfortable with the run line. Or if you just like to wait and see our uh, action play, follow us there and you can lock it in when we lock it in there. But that is the play for our first one today. White Sox first five money line or run line. For our second play of the day, we are uh, rolling on over to the East Coast up there in New England and uh, headed to the matchup between the San Francisco Giants and the Philadelphia Phillies. My partner's got a solid, solid lock picked out out of this matchup. See ya. Here I go saying locks again. It's a pick. It's just a pick. What's the, the pick? juicy play? We got the Phillies money line this evening against the Giants at home in Philadelphia. Uh, Giants are going to be rolling out Kevin Gelsman versus the Phillies Chase Anderson. Gelsman got a little roughed up last meeting versus the Cincinnati Reds. Mm. Anderson's been pretty consistent to earn run each of his first two starts. Uh, but historically here in Philly, the Phillies are 8-1 and one last nine meetings between these two teams in the city of brotherly love, Philadelphia. Uh, and these Giants are 9-6 and six despite bottom half of the league in batting average, OBP, slugging, and OPS. Mm. You know, it's been, uh, I think they're going to start fading without question. And I yeah. think this is, uh, you know, the start of it. They have scored one or less runs in three of their last four games. That ain't going to get the job done here no. in Philly or this whole, uh, you know, series here against the Phillies. Love the Phillies in this matchup. Uh, They've taken care of business here, you know, not scorching hot by any means, but eight and seven so far. Uh, And like I said, Giants nine and six, but they're going to start fading in my opinion. Sure, absolutely. And you kick things off by talking about Gozman. I'm not sold on him whatsoever as any type of a starter or an ace. I was when we talked about him last week. I had looked into some, and man, I watched him pitch. It comes down to watching film, kids. And Mm -hmm. uh, I watched him pitch, and I am not sold on Gozman at all by any means. I think Philly runs away with this one. Um, You were saying some overall records there, but I look a a little bit uh, home road splits here. The um, I almost said 49ers, the Giants, uh, maybe nine and six straight up, but they're four and five on the road. And Philly might only be eight and seven straight up, but they're seven Seven and two two, at home. So this is uh, something I really look at uh, in these splits. Philly is playing really well at home in front of their home fans. They're able to have some fans in the stands and have some fun. And, you know, their offense really hasn't got clicking too much yet. But uh, as you think the Giants are going to start fading, I think the Phillies are are coming up here on an uptick, man. And and they put together one hell of a lineup there, and, and they are way too packed in that lineup to not be doing something i think this is where they start to turn the corner for sure right uh yeah i mentioned the bottom half of the league numbers for the giants uh both these pitchers are right-handers philly's got much better numbers against right-handed pitching as well Mm -hmm. so anyways love love it it all all night long the second play coming out of the mlb slate we are taking the philadelphia phillies money line and for the third play we are headed to our nation's capital, old Washington, to uh, watch the Nationals and the Cardinals play. What uh, pick we got cooked up out of that matchup, partner? We're taking another little over-under action here. Uh, We are taking the under eight. Uh, Let's see. Cardinals will be throwing out Jack Flaherty. Nationals will be throwing out Joe Ross. The under is 6-0 for the Cardinals' last six Monday games. Nice little uh, slow Mm. start to the week. Typically no, I love that. here for the cards. No, I love Under that. Under is 4-0 and 0 
for the Nats' last four games after allowing five or more runs in their previous game. They uh, The under is 4-0 for the Nats' last four following a loss. The under is 2-0-2 for Ross's last four home starts when the total is set at 7-8.5. to uh, And lastly here, the under is 9-3-1, last 13 meetings here between these teams. And in three of the last four games for both of these teams, they have scored two or less runs. Offenses are, uh, you know, little bit a uh, little bit cold right now and not to mention each team is throwing whether it's their ace or their hottest pitcher and joe ross mm-hmm. uh you know flaherty got roughed up at either his first or second start but either way he is their ace mm-hmm. he is the real deal uh and like i said joe ross is scorching hot he has not allowed a run yet this season i think this one stays real real low today i do too i uh echo everything you're saying yeah. the only thing uh that worried me a little bit but you got me back on the boat was we took this exact same total between these exact same teams and st louis so kindly went over the total by themselves with 14 runs so i was a little bit worried but with everything that you just laid down right there the pitching matchup really jumped out at me i absolutely love the under eight here in this matchup between the cardinals and the nats right and like i mentioned to you uh when you said that steven strasburg was on the mound for the nationals in that game mm-hmm. strasburg got touched up and now he is uh promptly promptly on the uh, the old injured list mm-hmm. so i have to think that had something to do with it there um and like i said joe ross is scorching hot Heck and yeah. he is going to keep these cards off the board all right well there is a the third play of the day cardinals nats under eight and for the fourth and final play we are taking out of the MLB slate today, we are rolling on over to the West Coast for the final play. And it is the matchup between the Milwaukee Brewers, the Brew Crew, versus the San Diego Padres. First pitch is a late one, folks. You better stay up. 9, 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. And this one should be a duel and a half, so we weren't going to take any side, but we instead looked to the total. You know, I could uh, tell you one thing here before I get into it. Um, we are taking the under seven and a half Brewers versus Padres. But the one thing I could say and stop right here, Brandon Woodruff versus Joe Musgrove. Oh, you want, you want me to say more? Oh, okay. Sorry, sorry. My fault. Um, honestly, these two pitchers have done absolute work this season so far musgrove obviously pitching the the no-no or the shutout it was a shutout correct no no oh it was a no-no okay yeah. well even better uh musgrove pitching the no-no woodruff has been on fire um he uh is currently 0-0 but he's got 2.2 era point um oh or 0.76 whip right now he is dealing 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 he's only allowed 10 hits on the season so far he's got 19 k's only three walks and uh only four earned runs, four runs in general. He's uh, pitched 17 innings with all of those stats, yeah. so he has been dealing in a half. Uh, I don't even really need to go through Musgrove if you've watched any type of baseball or even watched any type of sports show, Sports Center, for instance. You've heard about Joe Musgrove and how well he's been pitching this season. These teams have actually been wagons to the under so far this year, mm-hmm. my man. Uh, Milwaukee 5 7 and 2 over under record, and San Diego 6-10 and over under record. San Diego's actually coming off of a, a nice victory there over uh, the Dodgers um, on Sunday night, right? Yes, Little, little yep. 3-2 late inning victory. So that uh, that's definitely solid. That's what we need there. 
and uh, Milwaukee coming off of a, a, a weird game. Weird game, 6-5 to five against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh honestly has uh, just been so bizarre this season. Right. I have no idea. When teams play them, they have to put up runs because they just sneakily score. But honestly, I uh, love the under in this matchup. I love for both of these pitchers to keep it low, keep the bats quiet all night. I see this being a very, very defensive battle. The last four matchups and meetings between these two teams have actually gone to the under, uh, even though those haven't been in 2021. I'm not worried about that at all. I love uh, the Brewers. They are are wagons to the under and anything you want to look as well as the Padres. Under is 6-0 on the Padres' last six games as a home favorite and and 7-1 in the Padres' last home game, eight home games overall. So the under is clicking in their favor as well when you put them here. Uh, Any other key trends you saw there, my man? Uh, I wouldn't call it trends. You know, following that no-hitter, Musgrove came out and only threw four innings, one earned run. You know, they definitely just needed to get him a little bit of rest. 81 pitches in that matchup. He's got to be well, well past well rested uh, coming back for this one. You know, uh, after a no hitter, typically that's the trend. You know, you'll get a little, uh, get a little (laughs) short start or even a missed start. Nope. Uh, You know, don't want to roll him out too fast here. So definitely some uh, well rested action here for Joe Musgrove. Sure enough. So Brewers Padres under seven and a half. And while I'm here, instead of going all the way through the MLB slate, I might as well take it full circle all the way back up to the top to the NBA slate and run through every single pick and favorite play from the Talking the Line crew today. Get ready. You better have your sports books out now, your apps open and ready to smash these in because I ain't going back and I ain't stopping and I ain't slowing down. In a three, in a two, in a one, we are taking Cavs versus Pistons under 212 and a half. Carolina Hurricanes, money line. Blackhawks versus Predators, under five and a half. Chicago White Sox, first five, money line or run line. Philadelphia Phillies, money line. Cardinals versus Nationals, under eight. And Brewers versus Padres, under seven and a half. And as always, lock those bad boys in, sprinkle a little dough down, hammer them home on whatever the best current line you can find them at on your favorite sports book. And before we get into the second segment today, I love this company. I love them being our partner. Every time I use their service, I have to tell you guys about them. So I wanted to just take a quick, brief moment to let you know about a great, great service that can mitigate a lot of pain in your life. Number one, save you some time. Number two, save you some stress. Number three, save you some hassle. And number four, instead of wasting your time going to stores, you could sit on your ass, locking in your bets, and watching every single pick cash mm. in its mm. entirety all night long instead of roaming the, the, the aisles of your local store. What am I talking about? Instacart. That's what I'm talking about. And it will save you a trip to the next store or market or whatever the case it might be. It's going to save that for you. Our partners over at Instacart deliver a 
top-notch service where you can get your groceries or essentials in as fast as one hour. They connect you with a personal shopper in your area to shop and deliver those groceries from all of your favorite stores. You might think it's some rinky-dink stores they have on there, but they have all of the big brand name box stores that you want, that you need, that you can get all of your favorite items, no questions asked. Those personal shoppers, they're not no weirdos. They're not no crazy people that are going to try and put weird stuff into your food. I can assure you I've used them multiple, multiple, multiple times and they are so awesome. They always give you the best products on the shelves. If something is not there, they will message you in the app and ask you if you want something different. It is the best service possible. It saves you so much time. I'm telling you that hour, hour and a half, you got to spend going up and down the aisles. It is completely alleviated. And these guys over at Instacart are on top of the ball. They are right at your house. As soon as you start wondering where the groceries are, bam, they're there. Now, how do you take advantage of this service? Head on over to this episode's description while you're uh, checking out the link tree and checking out all the show notes. At the very bottom, you're going to see a link for Instacart. It's going to be our Instacart special link. With this link, you hit that and you sign up for a paid account. Now, don't freak out about that. Super cheap. And actually in the long haul with every single order that you place, you are getting money off. More money off than you could get with any coupons at that store. It is awesome. I've never seen anything so cool. But if you go with that link, you're going to get free delivery on your first order of $35 or more. So you actually don't even have to sign up for the paid account right off the bat. Test it out. Try it out. Sign up for your account and get free delivery on that first order of $35 or more. Sit on back. Don't worry about going to the store and wasting your time there anymore. Get more important stuff done and make Instacart your new favorite way to shop. And moving right along, partner, one more time, as per usual, as we always do, just without hesitation. Let's dive into it. It's uh, it's nonstop picks, nonstop plays coming out of the podcast here today. Now, you folks might be wondering, because I've been teasing it an awfully lot since uh, we hit the sound waves today. Yes, sir. What's this second segment that Colts keeps talking about here? I'm not understanding. I don't get it. Well, you're about to. And let me tell you why. Because it is the return of one of our favorite special plays outside of our Wednesday Warrior. That is near and dear to our heart. It sure is. But this one has been with us from the jump, and we had to bring it back because we found some serious value, and we combined them into a five-leg juicy parlay for the return of our Monday Madness Parlay. That's right. If you haven't heard of it before, it's a multiple sport, multiple line, five-leg parlay. We parlay those bad boys up for some juicy, juicy odds on whatever uh, sports book you use. And I'm telling you, this one today, partner, I am loving. Uh, I can't even be speechless. I cannot wait to lock this one in. And I'm not just fanboying out or homer now because it's our picks. I love this one. So without any further hesitation, I will remind you, though, as well, if you use the FanDuel Sportsbook, and you play these five plays in a parlay, you can get your money back if all the legs hit except one up to $25. Is it a five-legger? 
Five legger. Five legger. Okay. Five legger. It has to be five or more. But five legger. Right. Yeah. If they all hit except one, but they're all gonna hit. They all hit. We great. ain't worrying about that. But just a gentle reminder for you. Get that insurance. But moving into the parlay, here we go. Get ready for the first leg of today's Monday Madness Parlay. What do we got? We're headed to the matchup between the Detroit Red Wings and the Dallas Stars. And this one is going to be a tight matchup. It's going to be interesting. And we're looking at the total. We're going under five and a half in this matchup. Both of these teams have uh, pretty pretty even over-under records. As far as Dallas, they do. They are 18 and 17 over-under this season. But Detroit has been somewhat of a wagon to the under on the season at 16 and 27 over-under. I honestly think this... one stays well, well under five and a half. Both offenses are struggling mightily right now. They can't seem to get a puck in net any way they try. Detroit uh, was actually shut out against Chicago back on uh, on um, Saturday. They did not show up whatsoever, and Dallas hasn't really had much luck either. Uh, they were good against Columbus, but Columbus just hasn't had the defensive presence that uh, they were once known for this year. You know, Neither one of these uh, teams are playing well offensively, as I'm saying here. But defensive-wise, the Dallas Stars have been solid. Right. Solid, solid defensively. And so is Anton Qdobin. So I think the combination of Qdobin in net being an absolute brick wall and standing on his head night in and night out for these Stars is going to allow or maybe mitigate the uh, Red Wings from getting any more than a goal or two maximum. And with Dallas's struggles right now, uh, get, really getting a good quality looks, I think they max out at two, three goals as well. And I think this goes way, way under the five and a half. Yeah, I'm all over it with you. How about a little three, one stars action? I love that as well. Yeah. I love the early predictions. So uh, first leg of the parlay, we are taking Red Wings stars under five and a half. Pana, what's the second leg of the Monday Madness parlay? All right, we are sticking to our guns here with the NBA. We are taking the Spurs. At the time of recording, they are minus one versus the Indiana Pacers. Mm -hmm. The Spurs are the number one team ATS on the road in the NBA at 17 and 8. They are also 15 and 10 straight up on the road. Mm. They are 8 and 2 ATS last 10 on the road. And these Pacers couldn't be more opposite at home. They are 7 and 18 ATS at home, 9 and 16 straight up. I mentioned straight up because this line is so close to, uh, you know, a pickem in case it is a pickem mm. or in case it's minus 1 plus 1. Pacers are 0 and 4 ATS last four home games versus a team with a winning road record. Spurs are coming off of a monster blow off blow out against one of the best teams in the league, the Phoenix Suns, and the uh, Pacers just lost yesterday. On the road, I believe. I don't remember if it was on the road, but I know they just lost to the Atlanta Hawks. Yep. Uh, I love the Spurs in this spot. They are, like I said, too good at uh, too good on the road. Pacers just aren't getting it done at home. Spurs six and four ATS as an away favorite, and the old Pacers two and six ATS as a home dog. Right. Overvalued. Yeah, big time overvalued here right now, and especially, like you said, man, after uh, Spurs coming off an absolute beatdown of right. the Suns, give me all of that point. If they only got to get it done by a bucket, we're putting the second leg of our Monday Madness Parlay as the San Antonio Spurs minus one. For the third leg of the Monday Madness Parlay, we are headed to the matchup between the Minnesota Wild and the Arizona Coyotes on the ice. Uh, puck drops at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. 
And we are rolling with the Minnesota Wild money line. We might even play a little bit on the minus one and a half puck line on our personal, maybe a little half unit or something. We love this play so much. Minnesota has absolutely laid the beat down on the Coyotes all year long. They These two teams have played six times and Minnesota has won every single matchup. They've at least won by three goals in every single matchup. 5-2-3-0-4-1-4-0-5-2-5-1. I absolutely love it, man. They're going to keep the trend rolling. We would put the one and a half in here, but we want this bad boy really to hit. So we love them. And as we have mentioned a few times before, we love the three and four, four and six situation. Wilder four and one in their last five in the third game of a three and four situation. Love it. Third leg, Minnesota Wild, money line. For the fourth leg, partner, lay it on them. What we got? All right, we are heading back to the NBA here, a little uh, 9 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, we are taking the Lakers plus five and, excuse me, plus five at home versus the Utah Jazz without good old Donovan Mitchell. The Jazz are 0-4 ATS over the last four. They are 0-4 ATS over the last four on the road. Not the uh, not the same stretch. They had some losses at home ATS. They have also lost their last four ATS on the road. Mm. The Jazz are 0-4 ATS over the last four in LA, and they are 1-6 ATS over the last seven meetings with the Lakers. Lakers actually just won this meeting between these two teams on Saturday, 127 to 115 in overtime. I think this is just a few too many points for a team without their uh, number one offensive threat. Love, love, love the Lakers in this spot. I might sprinkle a little money line action myself personally here. Mm-hmm. Uh, because like I said, the Jazz just don't play well going into Staples Center. No. Uh, and the Lakers, uh, as of late, have been uh, you know pretty sneakily holding their own here. Anthony Davis, no word on him quite yet. It is pie. I wouldn't expect More probable him. than not. Time of recording, they haven't said anything yet. Yeah. I read last Friday that it was looking like he's not going to play Friday or Saturday, but he's working out pretty well over the weekend. Monday looks like a possible return. So we'll see. Obviously, they usually like to wait with the big superstars maybe an hour before tip-off, right. the last possible second. So we'll see what happens there. Yeah, whether he's in or out. If he's in, shit, love it even Lock and more. Lock and uh, even if he's not, though, like I said, Jazz just have not been getting it done lately without, uh, with or without Donovan Mitchell ATS, uh, and they definitely have not been getting it done in L.A. Fourth leg, Lakers plus five. And for the fifth and final leg of the Monday Madness Parlay, of course, I will run through all five of them once we get through. But for the fifth leg, we are taking the L.A. Dodgers run line minus one and a half versus the Seattle Mariners. This is a late one, folks. Once again, take your nitroglycerin pills. Mm -hmm. Get ready to rock and roll. 9 p.m. Central Standard Time. First pitch. Our good man, Dustin May, is taking the mound for the Dodgers, and Justice Sheffield is taking the mound for the Mariners. Sheffield's uh, gotten beaten up a little bit so far this season, my friend, and uh, that's what definitely made me lean to the Dodgers. The Dodgers have been uh, really, really solid so far, as to be expected this season, as you uh, so kindly reminded me as I uh, brought up the one and a half before we locked it in. You said, yeah, that's probably about the safest bet on the MLB season so far, and uh, I could not agree with you 
you more. Over 11 innings, Sheffield has uh, 10 strikeouts, 4 walks. He has allowed 11 hits and 6 earned runs. He has gotten touched up, and Dustin May has been putting in work. Over 10 and a third, he only has 9 hits, 2 earned runs, 14 strikeouts, and 3 walks. He has completely come back into the same form that he was showing last year he has no hitch no hiccup in his game and he is continuing to bring the heat the Dodgers are seven and two at home straight up and they're four and uh the Mariners are four and four on the road straight up so far the Dodgers have been rather rather solid um against the run line as I said just a little bit ago it's been um pretty much consistent for them to win by two two runs or more even though they are coming off this loss against the Padres as I did mention here uh, to close out their weekend I think they're going to be pissed off and ready to take it on this uh, Mariners team unfortunately in their last uh, five games outside of that loss they won 2-0-11-6-7-5-4-2-7-0 they have absolutely covered that one and a half every single time with more than ease and i think they continue that streak here tonight the mariners honestly if putting sheffield on the mound it might be a really really early evening for him uh the dodgers are averaging 247 against left-handed pitching on base percentage of 343 and averaging 6.39 runs per nine inning compared to 5.78 runs per nine inning against right-handed pitching they light up the scoreboard against lefties right and it just so happens that Sheffield has a 4.91 ERA. Right. Their <laughs> offense has been held down the last couple of, in uh, in San Diego, but that's against Good Blake Snell. Yeah, Blake Snell, you mm-hmm. Darvish. They're going to be chomping at the bit to torch this ball yeah. all over the Absolutely. field tonight. I cannot wait for Absolutely. this one. So one more time, Dodgers minus one and a half. And while I'm here, let's take it back to the top. The Monday Madness parlay of the day the ttl cruise monday madness parlay man it just sounds so good to even say boy it looks good here we go kids five legs first leg we are going red wings versus stars under five and a half spurs minus one wild money line uh, san antonio spurs and minnesota wild always love to say that the los angeles lakers plus five and the los angeles dodgers minus one and a half Combine all those five together, whatever the best line you can find them at, parlay them up. I won't tell you the juicy odds. I'll let you find out yourself. Plus, they might change a little bit, but you are going to enjoy it when I see you. And I'll tell you what, come about 11 o'clock tonight when this bad boy hits, you're going to love it even more. Smash in the TTL Cruise Monday Madness Parlay on whatever your favorite sports book might be. Love it. Absolutely love it, man. I was so excited to get that out there. So, we have reached that time, ladies and gentlemen. We have hit the 45-minute mark. We have gone through all of our picks of the day, all of our favorite plays. If you've been here for a while, you'll know what's coming up. If you're just here uh, passing through or you're here for the first time and think you're going to stick around for a while, first half of our podcast is all picks, all locks, all stuff that's going to make you money. And then we close out the podcast with a little bit of banter a little bit of outro maybe toss some stats in there some stuff we've been looking at and then i always close it out with colt's motivation minutes kind of start off the uh well without going on if you don't like the banter end it right here get on out of here see you later alligator but if you love it you like connecting with your boys with the crew with the ttl crew we love connecting with you listen right along we got uh we got some banter to talk about here man we got uh you know 
New week kicking off. Stuff rocking Some and rolling. Weird shit happened in this past week. Oh, goodness knows, gracious. Dude. So um, let's rock and roll. Um, first thing I, I wanted to just bring up, and we can just organically go wherever from here, but uh, I didn't want to make it a full segment because it's not all huge but um we're starting to finally get some trends in the mlb now yes, as sir. far as uh, straight up ats and then uh home away favorite and underdog splits all in general mm-hmm. straight up has uh been a little weird there's not uh much much discrepancy anywhere that you can find yet straight up and again if i give a specific stat for let's say an away team obviously the home team is going to be the opposite of that so the away teams straight up are 112 and 114 home teams are 114 and 112 so just know that as i go along here um straight up favorites are barely edging out there 116 and 107 straight up Away dogs are, um, or I'm sorry, home favorites. That's actually the better one to say. Home favorites are 75 and 68 straight up. So a little bit of an edge there, nothing crazy. And then away favorites, something to kind of look at, 41 and 39 straight up. So away favorites not really, really getting the job done all too well. Home dogs, 39, 41. You might start seeing a little bit of a trend going that direction. Home dogs start covering. So Mm -hmm. something to look at there. As far as ATS goes, away teams are actually taking the cake with this one. They are 123 and 103 against the run line. Dogs are also taking the cake in this uh, ATS trend. They are 137 and 89 against the run line. So they are murdering that stat. Um, For away and home dogs, away dogs are 85 and 51 against the spread or against the run line and home dogs are 52 and 38 against the run line interesting so something uh awfully interesting to uh see there and you know a little over under if you're more of a total uh total better uh whether you be a guy or gal whatever you like to smash in on those totals extra inning games we've had 13 overs and we've actually had 12 unders in extra inning games kind of surprising to see that um but the 13 overs i know you are just chomping at the bit to see like a eight and a half game and it's tied like three one one three to three or something i'm I'm waiting for something that's like terrible terrible beat like one to one heading into extras and it's like a nine run total (laughs) just one one one, back and forth one run one run 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 because i mean we've talked about it off air but i mean we're not huge fans of this whole you know start the guy off at second base and screw that shit it's little league stuff i wouldn't hate it if it was like 12th 13th inning you started that off 15th, 15th whatever but uh you know, like I said, I do think we're going to see what I was yeah. talking about at some point. To keep it polite, S my D with all these freaking yeah. MLB extra. I do rules. like the <laughs> I do like the new uh, doubleheader seven inning action. Not bad. I do like that. Not bad at all. Uh, non extra inning games overs eighty three, unders ninety six. So we got a uh, little bit more unders happening in uh, the uh, non extra inning games, but all games in total, the unders are getting a little bit more love. 96 overs in all games this season and 108 unders so far uh, this season. Those are some of the kind of key stats and MLB trends. I always love to, um, once we get about two, three weeks into the season, uh, that is from our good friends over at Covers. Um, a lot of guys ask too what uh, some of the sites we use. And yeah, Covers is definitely one of them. You got to know how to use it. I mean, mm-hmm. you can see surface level stuff, but they, if you can harness the power of going below right. what they just put i mean it is it is one of the best uh out, up there with team rankings as well we love mm-hmm. team rankings too um but w- like I, as i was saying 
get two, three weeks in, you start to get some of these trends piled right. up and stuff. I like to always click over to covers because they're always good about updating that. And then get about halfway through the season, I check back in, kind of see where some trends are. And yeah. I'm honestly anal enough about it. I check it week to week too. Um, I don't necessarily update anybody on it right. by any means, but I like to keep a, an eye on it. You know, it's just a part of this betting game, man, is just keeping an eye on trends, keeping an eye on things and, and, you know, I I kind of think I proved I did that this weekend because we were getting drilled through the floor uh, this entire past week and just bad beats, bad beats, trying to see where things were. And I kind of went through some of the plays and where we just barely missed and some of those weird little trends that you don't see. And that's just what this game comes down to, man. So you just got to adjust. Yeah. Survive in advance. 100%. <laughs> yeah, man. I had some rough bad beats with the first five action. I've had, yeah, like, yeah, I've yeah. had a few that have and covering no problem and then blowing it in the fifth inning itself. Uh, but like I said at the start of the pod, we're turning the corner 100%. Absolutely. Absolutely. I am. Uh, I don't know if it's just new week, new mindset, uh, Monday Madness parlay. I, I don't know here, but I am uh, juiced up to get these plays kicked off. Yeah. I am. I'm juiced up for a little oh boy. Uh, 10 a.m. White Sox oh, action, dude, yeah. waking up with a little and, coffee, man. And I'm, it's your off day. You just, I, I'm, oh, I'm juiced for boy, it, Boy, oh boy. You it's are... going to be a, I, I think the next, it's a travesty that the next game I, I want to say is not until like 6 p.m. though. I need like a little uh, 2 p.m whatever it is i don't care if it's the worst two teams in the league I, yeah yeah as far as a, our our slate goes too we got that one uh first pitch at 10 10 yeah. and then everything else is six seven seven thirty and then those couple nine ten right. games so out on the west coast so yeah it's uh definitely when we get into this time of the year man it's like maybe pepper in a couple nba games at 11 10 o'clock uh-huh. 12 o'clock you might see an mlb game early and then you just have five o'clock four o'clock whatever on through yep. the rest of the evening it is just action 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 yep. action so it's uh it's getting to a really good spot here we're getting into the playoffs for uh nba pretty much every game from here on out has playoff implications if uh, they're playing conference teams um same for nhl uh definitely had a lot of the analysis with our nhl plays kind of a lot played into it as far as standings and where where teams are and what's going on so that's definitely some stuff to keep an eye on out there degenerates make sure you are watching teams and before you just smash in bets make sure you're seeing where they're at playoff wise what this game means to them oh hey this total is absolutely huge wait a minute this team actually has a shot to pop in see things like that before you just start smashing stuff in uh don't uh don't just look at the surface don't just look at the numbers you know you're trying to uh go a little bit deeper go a little bit more but that's also why you listen to the ttl pod because we go deep for you so you can just kick on back smash these bad boys in and cash some tickets with the crew 100 percent. the best thing on the planet man so uh before i dive deep into colts motivation minutes and wrap this uh episode number 26 up for uh this beautiful monday no, I asked you, how, how was your weekend? Uh, got anything burning on the brain? Anything you want to get out here to start the week? Any uh, bad juju, good juju, good vibes, bad vibes? Anything you need to get off the chest out here with our loyal listeners? Hey, lay it on us, man. I'm I'll here. be honest. It was, a, it was a good weekend, 100%, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Weird, weird vibes on Saturday night. I feel 100% dumber having watched a couple hours worth of it, but the old uh, Jake Paul Ben Askren fight, ah, not the fuck. fight necessarily itself, but the, and it, um, that is included in it, but the entire yeah. experience of what basically was, uh, you know, like an hour long concert with a couple boxing matches here and there. Fuck that shit. A little <laughs> slap fight 
fucking stupid sprinkled in which that's when i turned it on i i was i was looking through twitter i was waiting to see you know i don't want to get into this too early and then i was seeing all over twitter like this is just a concert like this is like everyone was already torching it and mm. then for whatever reason i still was like all right well maybe i'll jump in now mm. yeah it was a terrible mistake it i feel bad. so stupid for having watched all <sighs> of it my piece on it man is it's time they need to get somebody real I'm not saying Askren's not real. Askren is an Olympian. Askren is a He's great a fighter. But if you listened, he did not have one striking accolade announced right. to him. He's not a boxer. I mean, you watched it the whole time, his training videos. He's not a boxer. So you, it's time Jake Paul goes in there against somebody yeah. who knows what the hell they're doing. If he wants to run his mouth uh, against some of the big names, go ahead, put him in there because he right. will get destroyed. It's not... It's not no fun in games when it's it, it, this might be Triller and fun and Snoop winning two million dollars and let's yeah, Snoop let's, was the best part. let's yeah if let's take shots Snoop, afterwards Lord, yeah. oh yeah he's a blast announcing it but yeah man it's uh it's not going to be the same story if uh, you put put somebody yeah. big time in there and now he's talking shit about Nate Diaz man like if anybody deserved a Stockton slap. It's Jake Paul, my yeah. friend, and I don't think he understands the beast he will wake up if he puts Nate Diaz in a set of boxing gloves. I would love to see that. That man, oh, that man, that did, no, yeah. no, that is way too much talent and way, way, way too much knowledge. That's the guy, no that, way. you know, that's the, just the wrong style. But Nate's you know what's dog. funny? You know what's funny is he just keeps going after the jiu-jitsu guys. Right. Like, Nate's a, a Gracie black belt. Like, uh, that's all he keeps calling out. You call out Nate Robinson, who... Didn't didn't basketball player. didn't even start throwing punches until this past right. year. He had never trained in his life. You call out Ben Askren, who is a Olympic wrestler, a gold medalist Olympic wrestler, who is a Division One national champion three times, I believe. He's a fucking wrestler. He's not a boxer. Right. And then you're gonna start calling out Nate, and Nate's been in some fucking scraps on the feet. And I don't think he's uh, watched the tape on that. I think mm -hmm. he's just oh here. There's another MMA guy who's a ground guy. Let me let me pick out right. him. He's a bigger name. And I don't think that's very smart calling out one of the Diaz boys. Those are some <laughs> bad dudes, and they always will be. Always 100%. will be. I've always loved Nate, and I've always loved Nick. Right, and oh. I'm I'm not saying it was rigged the other night by any means, but it's it still gave me a little fishy fishy yeah. taste in my mouth. Askren walking out happy as shit. Walking he's, out happy shit, as he's shit. still counting paper this morning. I mean, he got hit good, but I mean, it wasn't like a oh, it wasn't yeah. like an amazing knockout. I no, mean, he got he got right back up. Sure, he was wobbly, but I thought they could have waited. I mean, I, I'm not a boxing fan, so I guess I don't go ahead if you will and uh, type in YouTube today. Robbie Lawler versus Ben Askren, and go check out some of the elbows that Ben Askren was eating on the Is fucking the, ground. I was gonna Robbie say, Lawler. I didn't know that was Robbie Lawler. I saw mm. some clips, and it was mm. like, "How are you gonna tell me he?" And he Murder. won that. And, and he won that and game. He won with, that fight. With, that was the one I was telling you about. Head and arm choke. The one I said on Friday's pod when we kind of touched on Askren. Yeah, that's the exact, exactly. the, the exact freaking fight. Uh, and he was taking bombs. I mean bombs and Robbie Lawler is a dog always has been on the right. ground his ground and pound is next level and Askren was eating those and you're gonna take me okay 12 ounce gloves what the hell ever you're gonna tell me one shot yeah it was to the button but man oh man I and you're gonna call it under a minute I, I can't even say anymore about this shit it 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 just like said, it, it disgraces the arts and in the spirit of what it is man like I don't care what anybody says any fanboy it, it from somebody who you used to train and used to do this it is it is a disgrace to the sports and yeah. to the arts of what it is it's and horseshit like i said i feel dumber for having watched it but i i keep getting roped into these stupid fights because like oh. 
What if speaking of which if something happens? What if I miss something crazy? Speaking of which, I am uh, not so necessarily uncertain. What do we got? What's this weekend? Twenty fourth. I'm pretty sure we got the rough and rowdy twenty one this You're weekend, right. my friend. You're I am not wrong. Speaking of stupid fights, but this, yeah. these you buy in anticipation of For it just going to be a right. shit show and stupid. The barstool guys, if you have not watched rough and rowdy, the barstool guys put on one hell of a fucking spectacle with the rough and rowdies. Right. You're going to see ring girls. You might see some tits flop out. You might see... And they might not be good. No, they might not be good tits at all either. You <laughs> might see some former ring girls getting in there and beating the shit out of each oh, other. Yeah. You might see some big dogs in there just throwing bombs. You might see some fucking midgets, for crying yeah. out loud. And then to top things off, Dan Katz, the big cat himself... Mm-hmm opens up every rough and rowdy with the national anthem and it is just the pièce de résistance right. if you will of every single one i mean i've tuned into every one they've had man and i know you recently just got that was into my first them. one yeah, last the, one the last one and they are fucking great and to uh continue with my trend of being stupid and watching stupid fights it was because billy football versus jose Canseco. <laughs> yeah, yeah but now i'm roped into it because you know i'm a massive fan of big cat and him on the call every single yeah. time let alone his national anthem that's gonna be enough for me to get in there right um shiz at the rizat yeah. if you did watch the last funny one like hell. i did funny as hell but actually a good knockout guy like yeah. he's sm- yeah. i can't remember who he, he hit but he's smoked yeah, he's, the he's last good guy as fuck he, yeah he hit he's gonna be back in there this weekend yeah. i just saw hell yeah but uh in real fighting news ufc 261 is coming up this saturday my man yeah boy we got three title fights huh yes sir we do holy bejeepers i uh you know we will 100% dive into that uh, later on this week, Probably later Friday, on in one of the episodes. Yeah. yeah, but holy smokes, man. We uh, we got some bangers coming up. Usman Masvidal. You, you got Nami Yunus um, versus, Wiley, versus yeah. Uh, Wiley, yeah, and then uh, Andraz versus Shevchenko. And I mean, I don't even necessarily want to watch this Andraz Shevchenko fight. I will. It's just it's not it's not going to be fair, man. And this is this is just coming from somebody who's watched uh, and just nothing taken away from Jessica Andraz. No, she's she's solid. she is solid as shit. But number one, you're going to see the height, the length. You're going to see the striking prowess. There's just such a gap. There's in that a division. gap. It, 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 nobody stands up to Valentina. Right. It's not quite the same crazy. gap as Amanda Nunes, but no, Shevchenko is unbelievable. She's insane. She's insane. She's so and it's to the point where she's just like bored in there like yeah. she just knows what she's gonna do and she sees her opening from the jump and she right. just she waits waits with okay i'll take it now whatever bam out like a light see you later mm-hmm. alligator after fucking while crocodile right every single time but this uh nama Yunus way leaf fight i am really excited yeah, i i'm early predicting that this fight is going to be every bit of the one between uh Whaley and Joanna. Yeah. Every bit of it. I maybe not as uh maybe not maybe as nobody's head wild. is gonna balloon yeah. up, but uh I do think that this is gonna be a five round scrap and a half. Yeah. Rose obviously beat the shit out of Joanna to get the belt originally. So this this should be you didn't know that. No, no, sorry. It's something else oh, happened on oh, my sorry. computer. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah so uh <laughs> I definitely knew that. Sorry. Uh yeah Seb Chechik, uh lost to Nami Yunus um back uh when she had the belt so yeah that was uh pretty sweet so i'm interested to see what happens here man and then the card's pretty stacked uh, it's pretty stacked well you got over uriah hall the uh you know the fourth oh. fight on the card uriah hall chris weidman quick little uh story about uriah hall while we're here uh uriah hall was on tough 
shit, I maybe it was like tough 16 or whatever, but this was back when I was fighting and training. Uriah, okay. Uriah Hall was on the ultimate fighter. And he fought somebody that I trained with, had cross-trained with a few of our gyms. He fought out of Jesse Finney's MMA in St. Louis. His name's Adam Sella. And he still fights professionally, just not on the high level. But Uriah Hall knocked my boy <laughs> Adam Sella out with a spinning back kick. And you can look that up. Uh, Uriah Hall spinning back kick, Adam Sella. And uh, I'll leave the rest to you. But yeah, I, uh, I actually know him in a way. It's kind of weird how our paths have kind of correlated and crossed. But I always like to tell that story anytime Uriah Hall comes up because he, he's a bad man in, in himself. He's a great fighter. Right. Coming off a win against Anderson Silva in 2020. Yep. yep. Weird little fun fact. These two matched up way back in 2010. Really? In the Ring of Combat. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, appears that it was school. a title fight. Old school. So there you go. Wow, uh, that's cool. Yeah, Uriah Hall's got some big names on his uh, early uh, early fight career. He fought Kevin Gastelum in the, yeah. uh, the Ultimate Fighter finale in mm-hmm. 2013. I mean, mm-hmm. hey, we'll see. Yeah, man, it's uh, it'll be interesting. This will be one hell of a card. I'm definitely looking forward to it. Uh, and uh, scoop it up, buy it now, uh, or not. Get or not. ready uh, to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> we definitely pay for yeah all we of pay them. for every single one we watch we don't do any uh any of that stuff it tells you b- before the fights actually start you know that whole warning and thing uh, yeah see we don't even watch it because we don't even have to worry about that stuff <laughs> but uh <laughs> with uh with that Psych. my friend um not a whole lot else coming up. We're uh, still kind of in the dead period. We got the fucking NFL draft coming oh, up coming next up. week, baby. It, uh, man, it is on the horizon, on the horizon. Doon, 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 doon. I cannot wait for that sound to flash across my TV and for it to be time to see who's uh, going one through ten because there is some hot, hot, hot takes and debates going on uh, yeah. for the past month and a half, two it's months. Holy cow, man. I mean, so I am, I'm really interested to see what some of these yeah, teams do. Yeah, I mean, do. sticking with some betting trends here, or yeah. not but trends, odds. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Some flip action with the uh, third and, uh, third pick, Justin Fields right. and Mac Jones mm-hmm. uh, flipping here. Every single time one of them has a pro day, it seems like it's flipping. But I think uh, I could be wrong. But I think Justin Fields is a favorite for the number three pick again. Yeah, we'll we'll see what happens there, man. It's going to be interesting. It is going to be real interesting. Yeah. But yeah, that's uh, that's about all I got sports wise. You got anything gambling wise, sports wise, anything else for? I jump into the motivation minutes and let these kind folks go about their Mondays. I think you're uh, I think you're all set to take it over. All right, my friend. Well, uh, appreciate the uh, banter there. As per usual, let's wrap this bad boy up with some Colts Motivation Minutes. And this one's just going to be quick, straight, heavy, right to the point. Let you guys know. For today, the topic of the day is what difference does it make? When you're in line or, or at your coffee shop and someone's taking a while to get their money out of their wallet, or there's been a hold up in the 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 store, the the Starbucks, and the coffees ain't coming out fast. And oh no, now you're late, and you're not gonna be wherever you need to be on time. What difference does it make? Somebody cuts you off in traffic, gets to the red light before you get to the red light. What difference does it make? Somebody wants to tell you that. Uh, you're not good enough at something or you shouldn't pursue XYZ because 
they think that they know your life and want to tell you everything, what difference does it make? The whole point here, kids, is what I'm trying to tell you is wear this life like a loose garment. There's so many challenges and obstacles and flaming arrows and anxieties and worries and fears that come up on a day-to-day, if not minute-by-minute basis, that you just have to take them one at a time and, and realize that what difference does it make? Everything is going to happen the way it's supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. Everything is in your life and hitting you right now for a reason. If you worry about all the outcomes and all the problems and oh, how am I going to get to point Z and I'm only at point A, you're not going to ever get there. You got to stick right here and right now. And stop worrying about all the in-betweens because what difference does it make? Nothing. You can't impact it. And a song that I love that always comes to my mind when I start to think about this and and uh, really it just always hits home when I listen to it is... Um, Indifference by Pearl Jam. And um, there's a lot, a lot of really, really good lines in there. And I won't spoil it or anything if you haven't heard it, but uh, definitely go listen to Indifference by Pearl Jam. And it puts, uh, puts quite a perspective. It's a hell of a song to uh, start your day to. Uh, very soft, smooth. It's not a typical Pearl Jam type <laughs> shit. It's. Uh, it's very chill, and it, it's got a pretty powerful message behind it. And if you take anything away from today's message, from today's Motivation Minutes, what difference does it make? When you're getting hot today, because, hey, man, you're, you're talking to the guy. You're talking to the guy that has really worked on it in his life, but still a hothead from time to time. It can fly off the handle from time to time. But I'm telling you this works. Something comes up. You wanna, you're about to get hot. You're about to What difference does it make? What difference does it make? That's all you got to remember today. How you feeling? Feels good to me. (laughs) I love it. Absolutely love it. So that's my motivation minutes for your Monday, April 19th. What difference does it make? Now, without further ado, thank you all from both me and Mags. I'll let him say it too if he wants, but thank you guys so much. Thank you. I mean, goodness, goodness gracious, you... uh, you guys blow us away each and every single day that we uh, hop back on a podcast or drop a new episode or drop a new article or produce some form of content. We just we thank you guys all so much for the support, for the following, for the commenting, for the feedback, just for the love in general. This uh, The pursuit, the consistent, persistent pursuit of this passion and dream would not be possible without all of you. So you guys are all the shit, and uh, we're just going to keep growing this family and this community, everybody who's uh, hanging around and joining the TTL crew. So tell all of your degenerate friends, all of your early gamblers, all of your late gamblers, TTL is helping you get tickets to the window all day long, sun up to sundown. We are on the action, and we're giving you the best plays possible. So big things coming right around the corner, ladies and gentlemen. Big, big, big things. We are up to something, so you better stay tuned. If you don't follow us on socials, make sure you are on Twitter at TalkingTheLine and on Instagram at Talking underscore the underscore line. Make sure you follow the newsletter on Tuesdays and Thursdays as well, TalkingTheLine.substack.com. Or you can just find all of it in this episode's description in that link tree so you don't have to go and search all over 
over the interweb and worry about where we're actually located. It's all in one central location. So find it there, whatever you want to find. Once again, thank you all so, so much for tuning in today to episode 26 of the TTL pod. For me and my man Mags. Let's have a week. Let's have a week. Let's kick it off right We hope you have a spectacular Monday. Unless you have other plans, let's cash some tickets.